Cross the Streams, Season 7 launch. Kip's here, excited to be back podcasting. I think we've done, if the SoundCloud app is to be believed, 175 episodes, 25,000 plus listeners, and we recognize, right, that's a small platform in the vast ocean that is podcasting these days, but one I cherish and enjoy to keep building, and this crew is back together. Tane is here. Welcome back, brother. Let's go. I am back. I'm excited. It's been way too long. I've been a uh, listener only for the past <laughs> year and a half, two years, whatever it is. But I am back and, and anxious to uh, get this thing rolling. I've been nervous. I've been excited. You know, the butterflies of, of my yeah. first podcast and, and however many months slash years. Dude, but, it's, um, I think we no, did this is, this exciting. together. You did a yep. hundred episodes. I remember we we did the hundredth episode, which was an all day marathon yep. of greatness. It was awesome. Yes, yep. and then give everybody the life and career update. I think everybody knows the Boise State thing, but you guys got even more craziness going on this weekend. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So life, uh, life and career update. So as you hit on Boise State, Cody C, uh, safeties Nichols, been here since twenty twenty one. Uh, have an unbelievable experience over the course of the last couple of seasons. Been very blessed and fortunate to work with an unbelievable staff, a great group of players. Um, and it's been it's been a learning experience, to say the least. It's been a growing experience, exactly what I was anticipating and expecting when I made the move from Bozeman, Montana to Boise State um, in order to continue to progress both professionally, but as in all moves in life, you grow pro- um more personally than anything else and the family's been out here got out here as quick as we could get them out here when i first made the move and it's been a growing experience for us as a family uh boise's been amazing as far as just the community um it's an it's a, just a big college town at the end of the day so our families had always all sorts of things that they've been able to do um we've got a zoo which bozeman did not provide uh, we've got <laughs> We've got all sorts of stuff going on in, in Boise. Boise is a great place. It's one of the fastest growing cities in all the country, and that it is that for a reason. And, and this place is, a, it, like I said before, it's a big college town at the end of the day. Everything revolves around the university and really around our football program. And so our family's been uh, truly blessed to be able to be here. And we've gone through a lot of stuff over the course of our time here. We've been to uh, first year we didn't go to a bowl game because of COVID, uh, which was an interesting interesting deal to say the least and then the second year we got a chance to go to a bowl game and so um playing a conference or a mountain west conference championship game so professionally there's been a lot of ups and a lot of uh, some downs as always and then uh, from a personal level like i said the kids are, are now my daughter's four going on five my son is just turned three in february uh, both kids are – my daughter's been in school for the last year and a half, two years, and, and Kyson's on the verge of going to school next fall. So and things are progressing. Unbelievable in that regard. We've had, obviously, you and I and, and, and David, we always have our conversations as far as fatherhood is concerned and yep. uh, what that's all made up of. And, and A it's, lot of questions and very few answers. Very few answers. And very few <laughs> answers. Uh, I can answer some things about coaching and all that stuff but when it comes to fatherhood. Whoa. Yes. Whoa. Where is the dad clinics, right? Like uh, all exactly professional development. No one puts on dad clinics. That's actually a great idea. Maybe we but should we, look into that. We should. 
if we I don't know, it might devolve quickly into dad beverage therapy, which probably exactly. wouldn't help anybody. And at the end of the day, that's probably very therapeutic and that's very uh, beneficial to everybody involved in that regard. But um <laughs> yes. but no, it's been great, man. And and to your point, as far as we, we are now, we just moved. We didn't move out of Boise, but we are moving within the, the same place um, and just making moves from a financial standpoint. Just, uh, you, know, it, you know, Monopoly, the game Monopoly. Yes, you definitely you know, are. Buying up land, things of that nature. <laughs> <laughs> Trying to figure that all out and, and set ourselves up from a financial standpoint. But it just was a good move for us just to get uh, to a new new neighborhood and, and just a little bit more space with the two kids growing and everything that that demands. So we felt like it was a good opportunity for us to take advantage of, of um, our situation. And, and uh, so we've been doing that over the course of the last – really two and a half weeks. It's a process as all those of you out there that have made moves before understand that moving is a process. Not that I have anything to do with it. My wife does it all. <laughs> I just, yeah, I why not up, move during spring ball, St. Paddy's day in March madness. Why not? Yeah. Yeah. You know? It makes sense. Yeah. It makes total sense. Right. So we got that done yesterday. Um, to your point, as far as St. Paddy's day with Friday, we had a moving company come over Saturday morning after St. Patty's Day. <laughs> we happened to hire the moving company that consisted of primarily college guys. And so in turn, it was very obvious <laughs> that St. Patrick's Day had treated them well. And, uh, <laughs> the moving day was going to be a little bit slower than we anticipated. But um, it is what it is. that, that uh, They did a good job getting everything into the house. Now it's our job from this point going forward to getting everything out of boxes and situated. And once again, um, I'm going to take a backseat to my wife. She's going to point me in the direction I need to go. And uh, I'll handle the TVs and the uh, electronics, and she'll handle everything else at the end of the day. Priorities. Like the Wi-Fi, you got it up clearly. You got yes, Wi-Fi is yeah. rolling. Um, and I got both, I've got a TV now sitting up on the, on the mantle. It is not by any means, it, it just is up there for a temporary status. Because yesterday <laughs> we went through the entire moving process with my small little iPad sitting up on our, on our mantle. Um, obviously with the March Madness games on there, but it kept dying on me every couple hours. And so today I said, nope, I'm going to unbox one of these TVs. I'm just going to put it up here from a temporary status so that way we can at least have the game on in the background as we're yes. unboxing everything in our life. What were the kids so, doing? Like, were they scurrying around under, like, how did how did you manage them with the chaos? That's a great question. Chaos? Yeah, so we packed them up with their own little backpacks, their own little moving backpacks the night before. And within those backpacks consisted of their iPads or their, um, we don't have iPads for them. They've got the uh, whatever uh, the Amazon version of the okay. iPad, essentially. And uh, so they had movies, games, and then their little stuffies. And then uh, they each had a uh, Nerf gun that they could con that they call their pew-pews that they shoot at each other. <laughs> and so we <laughs> the pew-pews, pew-pew-pew, you know, they sound like <laughs> guns. So I brought them over early because the uh, alarm system guy was meeting us at the house early at, at uh, 8 a.m. So we got over to the new place at 8 a.m. They proceeded to go to our basically uh, their new kind of living space area. And they were in there for just hours on the plane, either watching movies, watching Bluey, watching or playing games or shooting the Nerf guns around. And they were literally in there all day. Like wow. they, they did not, it, they were awesome. They That's didn't really, amazing. 
Yeah. We, we packed them up good enough to where they were pretty entertained and did a great job of entertaining themselves for hours. Yes. And then uh, about midday, we got them outside, blew up our uh, – once the movers got over here, we had a um, our little blow-up jump house that we got them. So we blew that up in the backyard so they get a little bit of some activity. Yeah. But there was, there was zero naps for them because obviously they didn't have their beds set up or anything, yeah. which – Whew, those of you that know, no <laughs> naps. Good. That is whoa. That, that's <laughs> so. By the end of the night, Kyson, the, the youngest, was an absolute terror. But um, but they did a really good job. Uh, I was I was excited to see that we were able to make that move without them absolutely breaking something or maybe even losing one of them throughout. The day, <laughs> yes, you know? boxes and one of them's in the box. Who knows? Correct. Oh. Correct. Man, well, welcome back, my friend. Yeah, man, excited, excited. To Here we go. Once again, yes. Uh, so you know, in general, I you know, I plan on another season of interviews, commentaries, deep dive. I really like the deep dives last year because I, I like trying to get smarter, right? Mm-hmm. So I like mm-hmm. those. You know, I like going into a topic and doing some research, and also checking myself against just because I get to talk on a podcast doesn't mean I know what the hell I'm discussing. Half no time. question. Do some damn background, Kip. Uh, but topics for, and when Kate and I started this, Cross the Stream was about sports, healthy manhood, fatherhood, and all the intersections that those hats we wear provide. But, you know, today's a little different. Yeah. Um, today's, you know, we wanted to use our platform because we know a lot of our parents, friends, and family listen uh, to the podcast. So we figured it was the best way for us to discuss together, you know, a major development for our family that, you know, we want to make sure and encourage concert with our mom that we make people officially aware of uh and then also call them to action you know to help us turn some some sorrow and some anticipatory grief that our family's dealing with into purpose uh and active healing 100 percent, man and, and that's you hit it on the head from the standpoint of being proactive in this thing and, and uh, taking advantage of, of the scenario of the situation that we're all in and making it a positive which is something that uh that's just kind of what our family does. At the end of the day, that's what um, you know. Our our father and, and both our mom and dad have really emphasized with us growing up is that no matter what life throws at you, you can always find a way in which we can make it a positive. And I think that's what we're trying to do here today. And um, you know, along those lines, we we've prepared a statement essentially uh, from our dad that uh, kind of sums up to a certain extent of what's been going on. And this should be able to help all of us kind of uh, get up to speed with what's yeah. been happening with with both him and with our family and what the future potentially holds for us as, as we go through this. But to the to the point, and I want to make sure we overemphasize this piece, that the, is that this is not a um, this is not trying to bring people down. This is not right. a this is essentially trying just to make sure everybody's informed yeah. of exactly what's going on. Because I know there's been probably people asking and wondering. I know I get the question all the time. How's the family doing? How's Pops doing? How's mom? Which is awesome. Because yeah. there's a lot of folks out there that that uh, love our family and love our mom and dad in particular and, and want to make sure that they're doing okay. And they are. At mm-hmm. the end of the day, they are. And, yeah, it's not an end point to... by any means. No. It's not an end no. point. I think no. it's a launch, right? Exactly. And exactly. That's exactly it. This is a launch. This is uh, This is us taking advantage of what the uh, what life has thrown at us and utilizing it to promote good 
And so with that being said, I'll, I'll, I've got a little statement here that we've prepared, that my father has prepared for us to read. And uh, so with all that being said, let me just jump right in and, and uh, read this statement. Dear friends and loved ones, as many of you may have already been aware of, I've been dealing with a myriad of medical concerns over the course of the past year. And through the grace of God, the unwavering love of my wife, Rhonda, and the fantastic treatment slash caretaking from the staff at Billings Clinic, I am in the process of recovering both physically and mentally. While my heart and spirit remain vibrant, vibrant, I am facing down the reality that I have been diagnosed with dementia. You all know I have never hidden from challenges, and this misfortune will not change my outlook on life. Along with Rhonda, our sons, their wives, and our five grandchildren, I plan on living with the same positivity and infectious energy you know me for. With that goal of living to the fullest in mind, please be sure to join my family and I July 22nd at the first annual Cassione Foundation Golf Tournament at Prior Creek Golf Course. We will be raising money for both Alzheimer's research and future causes our family wants to support in the Billings and Montana community. Cass Ion. And, and we'll put this statement out um, all on all our platforms and moms too, because mom does have, like many of you know, she will like something on Instagram. She don't post much, but she'll hit you with a like. So we'll put it up on <laughs> Facebook and Instagram so everyone can can read it. And I think some of them came probably and already knew some of this about dad or bits and yeah. pieces about, you know, from the falls to, you know, they probably saw him in a neck brace for a lot of months that, you know, Correct. but they haven't been out and about as much as they Correct. typically are. You know, like you mentioned before, the interconnected family they've built in Billings, a lot of them have asked us, hey, what's going on? I don't see mom and dad as much, you know, out mm -hmm. in games or out and about. So it's really something as a family we've dealt with largely internally. And, mm -hmm. you know, we both recognize this being time zones away. A lot of that's burdens falling on our mom. You know, she's day-to-day yes. -day yes. caregiver for dad when he was limited physically, literally like not able to move with his neck injuries. Uh, she's the medical transport driver to and from the, the, you know, there's a lot of appointments that come with dementia. Um, doctor notes transcriber to you and me, right? Because yeah, be which is not easy. No. And so she's getting heavy information and diagnoses with this disease from doctors and having to then tell us either in long texts or phone calls. And then we got 47 questions, but because we weren't there. So we've been on, yep. speech, you know, she does the speaker phone with the doctors and the nurses. But she's been, like all of you know, the strong, resilient force of nature um, that everyone has known to be our mom. So um, in that regard, like I said, some of it, some of you know, but, you know, largely this has been mom dealing with this. Correct. And, uh, you know, and, and to that point, she deals with it very well. But at the same time, it's not easy to ask for help as those of you who are who are out there who have done dealt with something along these lines. Um, just in general, life in general, when it comes to asking for help, that is not an easy thing. I know for me, it's something I struggle with every single day, whether it's just me asking one of my fellow coaches to help me in, in whatever it may be. Asking for help is not something that is, just comes natural for people. And, um, you know, and our mom does an amazing job of, of being strong and being resilient. Um, but uh, in this moment and in this time, we do need help. 
and she does need help. And I'll be honest, there's been some really some unbelievable people within our uh, family structure, people that we know as family um, mm-hmm. that have, whether it's you know, just family and friends that have come over and, and helped her in, in times of need, people that have dropped off meals, people that have gone out of their way just to make sure they swing by and, and engage in conversation, just visits, just to make sure that everything's going all right at the house. And, and I, 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 for one, and I know Kip, you feel the same way, are extremely grateful for those of you that have, have done this over the course of the last year and a half, two years, whatever it may be, uh, because that, that makes us um, feel and know that, that everything's going okay and, and that there are people there to help our mom in this scenario situation, to help uh, Pops. And, and just from the standpoint of having uh, those conversations mm-hmm. that people need, right, just to um, – just to know that there's people that are that are there when we can't be there. It's huge, right. man. That goes such a long ways because that's that's really for me is is the biggest worry is all of a sudden mom and dad who are very social people don't get that same social interaction that they're accustomed to or used to. Right. And uh, when people go out of their way to make sure that they're still getting that, man, that that that, uh, that, that fills my heart. And, and I, I'm very grateful for those of you that know who you are that have done that and have been there for our folks over the course of the last year and a half, two years. And it's not to say that people probably wouldn't, would have done that even more if they had known exactly what's going on. Right. And um, so that's the other piece. Like there's, I know there was plenty of people in Billings that would have gone over and, and gone out of the way to make sure that things were going okay. If they knew exactly the extent of which the help was needed. Right. Um, and that's kind of what, uh, again, this podcast is, is for today is to make sure that people are, are aware and so that they can, when the opportunity presents itself, um, lend a helping hand or just lend a, and lend an ear, lend yeah. a, uh, just a conversation or two that, and, and I think that'll go such a long ways for, for this scenario or situation. Yeah. And I think, you know, like you mentioned, mom and dad had, you know, wanted to project resilience and not be yeah. and I think that's Correct. one thing they that's never right wanted there. to be. That's like they right never there. even when we went traveling as kids, they never wanted to be like, we'll stay at your house. No, no, no. We'll be a burden. We'll take up all your space. We'll get a hotel. And yeah. so I think in this regard, um, like you mentioned, the people that they did entrust with some of the struggles activated immediately. And that's why we wanted to be able to activate even more folks now um and raise awareness to what dad's facing down. You know, and unfortunately yeah. for us, I mean, we know the extent of the what this, you know, diagnosis and the illness does. You know, our, our mom's mom passed away from Alzheimer's when we were young. Yeah. Uh, so we faced this disease before. Um, and I, and and it's I, not I, easy. This, no. this this thing is is tough. A lot, yeah. I mean, going down that path of, of what you just mentioned as far as seeing this from um, watching our grandma go through it and yeah. in turn watching our mom and dad. Uh, as they dealt with it, um, particularly my mom uh, again, you yeah. know, and so it, that was not easy. And I, I don't right. think, to be honest with you, as we grew up and went through it, we really didn't talk about it a whole lot. No, we knew it was going down. We knew how it was going, but it's at uh, as we progressed through it with my grandma. Eventually, it just was it was just something that we just dealt with on our own and didn't yeah. really talk about it a whole right. lot. And I think this this time around having the ability to actually talk about it, to actually um, 
have others talk about it with us and have others that have dealt with it before be able to go through it together, I think will will help us all as we uh, as we face this thing, face this adversity together. Absolutely. Um, and I think the the part of it that we kind of and mom agreed with what, you know, our timeline for things is pops is still in a position where if you got if you visit you yep. know loved ones out there if you visit or you go to the house you're going to get the same happy you know excited to see you cast you're just going to have to prepare yourself for some repeated questions and some of the you know the signals of dementia alzheimer's type as you go but he's still um you know the re- what we've been able to take advantage of Kane and I is old stories are still vibrant in his mind you know yes. stuff from he'll tell he's got stuff from when he was playing at the 5th Street gym in LA all the way through Montana State Billings Eastern Montana College basketball um in the he can still watch a game right you can still watch hoops he still talks to me a little bit about you know how my team's doing there's mm-hmm. not the uh overall day-to-day awareness probably you can you'll notice some of that but i want we wanted people to be able to still get time with dad when he's in such a good form still you know and i think he's better physically now the neck injury and the uh the neck brace where he really couldn't go out you know for damn near six seven months he's in a better place now physically so we wanted to make sure to engage folks with the best medicine which is good company and that's always been our parents and also, we wanted to activate the goodwill that we know will come from the outpouring that this notification gives to the community. We wanted to turn it into something for others, too. And that's why we've started a foundation for him. So the Cass Ion Foundation was formed with the purpose of, and here's the statement in quotations. It literally will say this on uh, any website or anything else that you see. This is what we started this thing for. Essentially, we exist to raise and distribute funds for causes in line with the values and belief of our namesake. I think that's that's a perfect statement. I think that's an absolute um, – you can't get any better at the end of the day, man, because when you think about the values and beliefs of our of our folks and, and uh, particular father and, and what he's all about and the positive influence that he's had over the course of his life, and if we can, in, in turn, uh, turn that into good for so many different reasons, man, it, it's going to go. It, it's going to be fun. It's going to be a lot of fun to be able to do this. And um, so, Dad, Mom, myself will be the board of directors. Kip obviously will be the president since he's responsible and, and accountable, and, and will do everything <laughs> that uh, that needs to be done in order or to make this thing happen. Can't handle not being in charge day to day. Maybe that's a better way to put it. <laughs> uh, but uh, and then the wives will be the treasurer and secretary, which makes sense as well, because they will make sure that we don't make any stupid decisions yep. uh, that go against essentially the uh, the mission statement. This is 100 percent a family affair and, and one that we are extremely excited about launching together as a family. Everybody's all in. And, and uh, I'm looking forward to just the what we're able we will be able to accomplish with this because of the namesake because of the just the name and, and the the brand that is already out there from what our father has done and our mom has done over the course of their time and their lifetime in the community and um, I think if we can continue to build on that and establish uh, this first kind of go around and, and get people aware of what we're trying to get done there's so many things so many directions that we can yes. go with this thing yes and I think that's 
you know, one of the things with the diagnosis that you worry about, right, your first reaction when the doctor tells you what dad has is like, what mm -hmm. are we losing? You know, mm -hmm. obviously what he's losing in memory, what are we at risk of losing? And I, uh, us doing this together is a way for us always to to have a common thing to come together around. Yep. Um, and also keep his legacy and his name going, you know, because he won't be able to himself the way he would have without this diagnosis. That's on us. Right. And we've obviously yep. tried to live our lives that way to make sure our parents are proud of who we are. Um, yes. That through our kids. But I think this is another way uh, to actually do something right. We envisioned the foundation being a source of possibility funding, you know, for possibilities of better for a lot of different people, you know, obviously yes. this money, all the money we raised in the, you know, for all the events we've got planned is not going to go into our pockets. It's not going into dad's bank account. It's going towards causes that we think dad who is still in a position where he can have some input on this. He can, if we're talking about scholarships for at-risk youth from the foundation, you know, dad can, yes, input on that and also in the medical field the people that are working to give better to folks in dad's position to victims of the dementia alzheimer's and all the neurological ailments mm -hmm. um, if we can raise money to help those people do the work um you know i think we're honoring what he spent his life championing you know which and he always he built into us is helping people you know using what you're good at using your skills to help others and not keep it for yourself and that's huge. It's absolutely huge as far as the helping people, right? Helping just people in general. And, and that's what this our, our family's always been about is people and, and trying to better people's lives, whether it's our own, obviously our family's lives, but more importantly, the people around us and having impacts, positive impacts around with everybody around us. And I think that's why you and I ended up falling into the profession that we both fell into. Yeah. Right. And not fall into it, but that's we found ourselves in this profession because of yep. the influence that our mom and dad have had on us. Right. The influence that they had on so many people, the positive impact that they had on, on people's lives around them. It was only natural for us to grow up and see that positive influence and in turn want to do the same thing. Right. And I think this is just a way to continue that over the course of a lifetime now. Um, and it's it's a way for us also, obviously, to turn potential grief into action. Yes. As opposed to grieving and, and doing the whole woe is us and, and all that. No, we're going to turn this into action. We're going to make sure that this thing, this foundation is going to help raise money uh, for the right causes. Um, but in order to do that, obviously, we've got to be able to raise money first, right? <laughs> yes. yes. Because both of us do not necessarily at this point just have just an, a certain amount of money that we can no, start a lot throwing at foundations. No, yeah, not especially a lot with the, the mattress. Yeah, and, and with what we just did from a uh, buying up, trying to buy up land and property and all that <laughs> stuff. So, but we do have ideas. We do have things that we want to get going. And the first of which, as mentioned in the statement prior. We're going to have a first annual Cassione Foundation Invitational, Absolutely. a golf tournament. Yes. Prior Creek Golf Course. Saturday. Yep. Do you July want to, yeah, yeah. Get into yeah. a little bit of the detail. Second. Uh, you know, and everybody listening, you know, that's Pop's home away from home it was prior. I mean, I don't know how many days a week. It's probably six at least a days per week. He was up at 5 a.m. in the summer is going to prior. 
And that's mm-hmm. just part of the routine. Uh, but we've secured Saturday, July 22nd at Prior Creek for the golf tournament. Uh, shout out to David and the folks at Prior Creek. I think dad might have been his high school coach in golf. Um, and they were so eager and willing to do something um, to help us honor pops and in, especially at their place, you know, which we mentioned is, is so important to him. And so that the date is signed and dealed and locked in. 100%. And registration for foursomes. Okay, this will be a foursome deal. Opens April 3rd, April 3rd, 2023. Just to clarify, this is April 3rd. Uh, registration tournaments July 22nd, 2023. Uh, we'll have the website website and link to where you can get your team set up. Uh, we'll get that linked with this episode as we roll this episode out. We're going to share it to all our social media platforms. Some of the details within it. Okay, so it'll be about 425 per foursome. That's 425 per foursome. Sponsorships, signage on a tee box. If you're interested in having signage or sponsoring a tee box, that'll be about 150 per tee box. 150 per per tee box. Yep. Okay. If you want to signage on a green, if you want to sponsor a actual green, that'll be also $150 per green. And then if you want an entire whole, entire whole takeover, that'll be about 250. So companies, obviously, personally, whatever you want to do from that from that standpoint, um, that's kind of what we're looking at at this point. Obviously, as we progress through this thing, we can talk more details from this, from a uh, donation standpoint as well. Right. And we'll have all the usual day of add ons, you know, when you get to the course with your team and people that are with you. Mulligans, long drive, KPs, hole in ones, all that. Uh, and then the money raised from the tournament, you know, we're earmarking and meeting with some folks throughout the spring for Alzheimer's research and caregiver support in Yellowstone County. Uh, so folks in the same area as our parents that are going through similar struggles with diagnoses, and we want to be able to support financially people doing the work to help find a cure and doing the work to support people like our mom who are in the caretaker role, which is so heavy and takes a lot in terms of emotional and physical and financial capacity. So uh, those are things that we are envisioning this first go round of an event uh, raising money for. And if you can't make it for the golf tournament and trust us, we get it. If there's anybody that understands <laughs> yes. scheduling, we understand it's that life happens and things are tough to, um, you know, commit to at this point in time. And that's why we want to do get this out and get this out there early enough to where you can kind of circle that on your calendar and get an idea if this can work. But if it doesn't from that um, from a date standpoint, you can't join us for the actual golf tournament. There are foundations or like all foundations, we can accept private donations and can provide that link in, in the landing page essentially that uh, will be tax deductible. We'll get all the tax deductible receipts, all that stuff to you and, and whatever business if you want to take that route. So we'll have all those little details figured out. Um, again, that's why we have the wives trying to help us with all this stuff, um, because I know I have no idea in any of that. <laughs> Just, hey, I'm here to, to be a voice and help right. out. But all that all the little small little details, we'll have people that can help to make sure the everything uh, from a donation standpoint um, gets done the way it should get done. And timing, once again, is important because we think dad's still in a health position to be at the tourney. You know, it's it's uh, I'm not sure if he'll be able to play, but I can imagine seeing him in a golf cart with one of us often 
you know, going around and shaking hands and smiling, having a beverage, uh, and talking yeah. to everybody there. No, and if I know dad, dad's going to play some way, <laughs> shape, or form. Whether he, uh, we get him out there and he does some short game stuff and right. whatever green, um, you know, he, he hits a drive or two, whatever it may be. But if I know dad well enough, which I think I do, he's going to want to compete in this way, one way, shape, or form. Um, and then also, I know from my competitive standpoint, whatever team I play on will win this thing. <laughs> and so, just so that's out there for everybody yes. to know. Yeah, um, we're all. We're all good there. But our goal is 144 players, if we can get that done, uh, which would be around 36 foursomes. It's going to be 18 holes. Uh, we're going to have two groups per per tee box for a shotgun start. And at the end of the day, we'll have some sort of dinner, barbecue. Maybe it's a pig in the ground. We'll kind of figure that all out as we, as we progress through the details uh, as we get close to that July 22nd date. And so be on the lookout. Save the date. You know, it's it's easy. Kane and I can be like, yeah, let's let's blow this up on the social media platforms, but then also recognizing that some of the folks might not be as social media savvy. Uh, so using mom, which is probably a notebook with 47,000 handwritten addresses. So they'll be <laughs> right. So figuring out how to get that onto envelopes and stamps. But we want to we'll start really pubbing it on April 3rd. Um, for when and that by then the the website will be up, the landing page will be up for the foundation and the tournament uh, as we go. So, again, that's the Cassione Foundation Golf Tournament, Saturday, July 22nd, Prior Creek Golf Club. Uh, this go. is going to be a blast. This yeah, is going to be a blast. Man. This is going to be fun. I'm excited about it. And as as we wrap this up, man, I, I think we've said a lot, you know, but I think the, the big thing for folks to know when you hear the – and maybe you're like, you're surprised and – there's some grief on the diagnosis that dad's dealing with. I call Rhonda head over humans are the best medicine, right? Companies are the best medicine. And like Kane and I mentioned, they're still in a position where you're going to get the Ion host treatment in the house. You're going to sit down. They're going to try to feed you 60,000 pounds of food, probably Chinese chicken and have a beverage and you'll have a great time. But uh, that's for us being so far away. That's, that's one of our goals with this announcement is, is making sure they're activating an even bigger network. A hundred percent, you know, take, take advantage of the opportunity, the time um, that we don't have from the standpoint of being able to be there and, and just going over there and, and having those conversations and, and, uh, and for every, and, and this is not just for our folks, this is just for everybody in general. Keep this in yeah. mind as you're going through life. This is not, this is one of those deals that we're trying to make awareness mm -hmm. and uh, we're trying to keep people um, in touch and communicating with one another, trying to remind one another that a life as life happens, don't forget about those you love. Mm -hmm. Don't forget those that those people that have made such an impact on your life um, that you can't reach out every once in a while and just say hello, a text here, a call here. Um, I know I'm not great at that, and I need to be better. And things like this can remind us all that we can be better in that regard because, as Kip just alluded to, the one of the greatest medicine is just people and just conversations, just feeling the love from one another and that just goes so far and that's why a big reason why him and i have got back on this thing and why uh we're going to continue to push these things out as far as this cross the streams is concerned because it's huge it's a big it's impactful for us to connect the way we do on this thing and, and i think it'll be impactful for all of us if we just connect with one another all the time and just keep that in mind as we go through life cross the streams